0: football game. Auburn's gonna win the football game. He ran the miss field goal back. He ran it back 109 yards. They're not gonna keep him off the field tonight. Boise State for the win. They hand it off to Johnson. Boise State
1: Block. Appalachian State
0: has stunned the college football world. One of the greatest upsets in sports history. Welcome everyone to the fifth year podcast. We have got a whole lot to talk about this week. Uh, already got that OU emergency pod out early, earlier in the week. Uh, We'll continue to discuss Lincoln Riley to USC, Brian Kelly to Notre Dame. We had a crazy rivalry weekend uh, that we'll discuss and then look ahead to some really, really awesome conference championship games. As always, we've got Clint Maxey in the producer chair, Zach Rooley here, and myself, Parker Biggs. So uh, I say we just go ahead and hop right into uh, Bedlam. Sooners lose to the Pokes, 37-33. And what was – a really really fun exciting game uh came down to the very end uh and Mike Gundy gets it done in Bedlam so really I'll let you uh you go ahead and hop in and uh just thoughts on the game
2: uh like I mean the energy just walking around campus and being in town that day I was there for the Baker Mayfield Mason Rudolph game so that kind of it was pretty comparable because for all we know this is the last one in Norman or Stillwater yeah Stillwater excuse me but and Then you you got some fans that are, are rousing um uh Lincoln. Hey, you're getting out of here, blah blah blah. Which we, we did think he was yeah. leaving, but just I heard for, some LSU yeah, the exactly. stadium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um the game was awesome. The the defense once again the the second the first half was electric. Those that first quarter was like, Oh my god, I thought yeah. we were, the total was what 50?
0: Yeah, I mean, we were at 48 at halftime,
2: which is classic bedlam. Yeah. I mean, but Spencer Sanders. Couple bad throws. The I think Kirk explained it on the broadcast. The first throw Oh, you Woody Washington just made a nice play, basically, the way he disguised his coverage, which but it Spencer kind of threw it off his back foot. OSU avoided the the typical poke choke stuff. The
0: yeah, they I mean they did it was the opposite. They like so first half 24-24. Both teams moved the ball really well with ease. Second half, OU. Jumps up early, safety, first drive. Right, with, no, OE short of the ball, then pinned OSU deep. Correct. And then
2: uh, and yeah, and then OSU's first play was a handoff. Yeah, the fumble. backup Dominic Richardson fumbles, which is a good play by uh um, I can't remember the offensive lineman that actually fell on it. It yeah, could have been it, six, it could have been a
0: touchdown, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, normally that kind of thing is like the and I was texting my buddies like, oh, we did it like like how do we do this every time? Like we've beaten ourselves. They kick off force another punt the defense does its job again Brendan Plesley, who makes the awesome has the awesome kicker return earlier in the game big momentum play well he gives one right back muffs it OU picks it up in the end zone and it's nine quick ones i mean that happened in a in a flash i yeah. thought um i i moved seats to change up the mojo i was like i, I can't do this like i'm losing my mind Um, but OSU hung in there, and I did say if OU scores less than 24 or less, OSU will win. Now, technically, I was wrong, but I was also right. OU's offense only scored 24.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, no, it was the OSU defense did a really, really good job keeping OU out of the end zone.
2: And Caleb Williams is like, that's the first game I've like, I'll be honest, like I've watched OU games, but actually just had to like solely watch him. He's insane.
0: Yeah, Uh, Yeah. he had a really good game. I think he had 200 and 52 yards to the air, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Really, but he had had that one fumble. But besides that, it was pretty. I I like pretty a, good I about you, you and I were talking six. about it
2: earlier. Was he? I couldn't tell if he was running for his life or running to improvise. He he made a he made a couple plays where you go back and you watch it. And like, hey, he probably could have just thrown the checkdown. Right. But that's kind of I mean that's any freshman, and that's yeah. been his problem all year. So not too out of the ordinary. But the T te- OSU's defense just like the Devin Harper play where he misses Caleb. This is on fourth and ten, so you think the game might be over, yeah? With like a minute and a half left, he misses him, runs it back down, shoestring trips him, turnover. Oh, he had some
0: room to run there. Yeah, he did.
2: Well, then the sixty yard run, I everybody's on their feet obviously for the the, those plays, and I see him take off, and that is the most open space I've ever seen on a play in my life.
1: Yeah,
0: I thought, but I thought at first when he first broke loose. I thought he was going to score on that play. I thought it was a touchdown. Yeah. I was,
2: I was, I literally sat back in my chair. I couldn't, I couldn't move. I was paralyzed. <laughs> I've never, but then he makes Malcolm slip. And I'm not, Malcolm's a great tackler, but Malcolm trying to tackle Caleb with that much space, it's going to be, yeah. I mean, anybody trying to tackle yeah. him with that much space. Yeah,
1: so thing then- specifically about Caleb, we'll, we'll talk a lot more about OU's future, but that is, that's so important right now. It's, I, w- I don't want to say it's as important as the coach, but keeping Caleb at OU, just speaking as an OU fan right now, that is so important.
2: I would, I would agree. You guys, I mean, like going forward, like you guys definitely need – it makes it easier on the new coach to transition. Right. If yeah. you and that
0: just keep like the that. current
1: team afloat. Yeah, like exactly. he's It'll the keep,
0: leader. If he did like, – the floodgates will open if he leaves. If he stays yeah. – I mean, he's such a – if you saw it when he, was, when he came to OU, he's such a recruiter, and the, the guys love him so much. Like we'll get – like you said, we'll get more into this, but keeping him is key for, for Oklahoma. But, yeah, I mean, OU – To me, the difference between these two teams, what I think they're, I mean, was just came down to discipline. I mean, OSU is a disciplined football team. They don't make as many. I mean, sure, Sanders had a couple bad, dumb throws. But it's little things like special teams, kick returns, uh, OU returning. Like, I mean, OU, OU, for example, on kick returns, after Presley returned that, OU decided, oh, let's start trying to return kicks, which they haven't done all season long. So and it, that's
2: the thing. If you're gonna if you're gonna bring one out, you have to get to the 25. Yeah. Or it's a dumb play. Right. If you don't get to the 25 yard line, it is a bad play on the special teams. And Eric Gray, the muff, that's something OSU does. As th- what happened earlier in the game, that stuff never happens to OU in Bedlam. Eric Gray, bless his heart, that sucks for him. But yeah. it was it was Tough it was almost Eric in the right. same spot as it, it was, was literally awesome. it was
0: like in the exact same spot. Yeah. But, so so what was the score when? when Eric Gray muffed the punt. Was OU up I think nine? we are up nine. It was. was, up it was nine. Yeah, it was just the
2: same. It was 33 to 24 so at that point. People, are, people will look at that play, but the other play
0: that I just will keep looking back on was OU's up nine. OSU has the ball. OU just gone up nine. Uh, has OSU pinned pretty deep in their own territory in Sanders. There was a horrible pass. That key, uh, that key, Lawrence steps right in front of and was gone. If he, if he get, just catches the ball, drops oh, yeah, it, I remember you're and that would have, re- I mean, that would have been that, a pretty much a da- like a dagger. Classic OSU, that would have been a dagger. Yeah, yeah really. Think but it. oh, but you got to give it to OSU from that point on. They just didn't, they didn't really make any mistakes. No, and I thought, I thought,
2: I honestly thought Casey Dunn called a pretty decent game. I mean, he's been better as of late. It uh, definitely helps running the ball.
0: Yeah, and using Spencer in the run game.
2: And so. I and I said that would be important because of what Bohannon was able to do to OU. I'm sure OSU coaches were watching that, and I said get Spencer involved early. I think first play of the game, it might have been a pass, but he took off for a run about 15, 20 yards, and kind of set the tone. He was, I mean, that speed option he ran, that touchdown was awesome. That was, yeah, really good vision. But it's the, it'll be the same story Saturday. As long as Spencer plays good, you know the defense is going to keep you in it. I say that, but he did he threw three picks against Baylor last time, so anything's on the table.
1: Yeah, it really yeah. as an OSU fan, uh, with Spencer Sanders playing his best ball right now, is this might be a dumb question, but I don't watch OSU games like you do, obviously. Is Mason way ahead of Spencer? I'm just okay. about, so this yeah. much
0: better than, than
2: yeah no Mason. Uh, so I used to give Mason a lot of crap because he had he very untimely fumbles. Like he was given the chance to beat OU on a silver platter in that Mayfield game. Actually, you remember Baker throws a pick late in the back of the end zone, which would have been the dagger touchdown. Instead, we bring it out to like the forty, and all we needed is no, we might need a touchdown. I can't remember though, but he blows it. And I used to be really hard on Mason, and then those first couple years after Mason, I'm like, yeah. Shit, this guy was pretty good. I make the joke if Spencer finds a way to make the playoff, um, he's the best quarterback in Oklahoma State history. He jumps Whedon and Rudolph in <laughs> in a joking manner, but no, he's he's nowhere close to what Mason was. He, he could be one day, maybe.
0: I don't think Spencer Sanders is a good quarterback at all. I think he's very, very, very mediocre.
2: He's asking what they what they or he's doing what they ask of him right now, which is like just don't turn it over. Give us a chance. I think the arm talent's there. He's, I, no, he's, he's talented. But,
0: I mean, some of the stuff, he just, some of the he makes are just.
2: You should watch his, if you go back and watch his his freshman year and then last year, the the reads are nowhere. They're not even half as good as they are now. And to, and to this point, they're still, like, they're a little suspect at times. But his freshman and sophomore years was so frustrating because he'd make one or two plays. You're like, holy shit, this is why they brought this guy in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then two more. And it's like, well, what the hell? It's like people that were that wanted him to play in ahead of Cornelius yeah. in Corn's <laughs> senior corn year. Dog. It's like seeing how bad Spencer was his freshman year. It's like do you think it would have been that much better than what we were getting? Like, yeah. no way.
1: Mm-hmm. But he's
2: got he's gotten better. He's he's yeah,
1: definitely gotten better.
2: Yeah, he made a couple. He made a couple good throws. Yeah. Saturday. no,
1: a
0: couple, th- a couple of those throws to Tay Martin he made were, I and mean, Tay Martin's really freaking. Tay
2: good. Martin's good. He's he's a big yeah, kid. He I, is. I, I assume he'll get looks on Sundays. Yeah. You know, he had a couple multi. I think he had two seasons at Washington State where he had more than ten touchdowns. I could be wrong on that, but he was he was a threat in the Pac-12 for a while.
0: Yeah, and then flipping to the other side of the ball, I, the way OSU slowed down OU was a lot differently than I different than I thought. I thought. I thought OU was going to have some success on the outside with the uh, against OSU's corners. But they did kind of take advantage of that in the first half. But though. what they were doing was they're matching up their the H backs and right tight the, bigger, on the bigger the bigger guys on the smaller yeah DBs, and it worked, which was smart. Nobody's yeah. done that all year against right. us. That was pretty well. Like, which is pretty amazing that Lincoln was able to even. Kind of scheme. I will uh,
2: say it was nice for the second the the pass to Stogner was I think uh, OSU all of, out blitz and of, yeah he threw a good ball, but Stogner yeah. just way yeah too it was big. one on
1: one with the yeah. big dude and do that with like ten what, yards. Stogner yeah. had, like ten yards to run and it was there were perfect. so there
0: were three or four times at least when when uh Caleb would just throw the ball basically the second he got the snap right. Was, yeah, you oh, wonder yeah. he was I yeah. mean he
2: was he was gassed by the end of that game. Yeah he the gets, picture of him on the bench, like he's mm-hmm. it reminds me of the picture of the lady I, sitting outside the Popeyes. Popeyes yeah, that's yeah. exactly <laughs> that.
0: Yeah, he, he played a really, really good game. Oh, you didn't play bad. Honestly. I think that was one of the better games you'd played all season, to be completely honest. It was just
2: a good game. I mean, like yeah, I it was. I, I think I said last week I might not have. It's sad to say that. that uh, I think oh, I thought going in, OSU was the better team. Now they've been the better team in that game before and not won. I think Saturday, the best team, the better team, won finally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: No, I think that OSU was just. All season long, a little bit better than OU, and it shouldn't Saturday. It, isn't, it,
2: isn't it crazy, though, that OSU goes from – I mean, they beat Missouri. We beat Missouri State by less than a touchdown.
0: Yeah. That
2: game was down to the wire. And Tulsa. Tulsa, too. Barely beat Tulsa. They throw a fade route to a walk-on. At <laughs> Cabinus. Yeah, at Boise State in, like, 25-mile-per-hour yeah. winds that if he doesn't catch, they will probably lose the game. So just a really wild turn of events. How that has led up to you know Mike Gundy playing for Big Twelve title and what a number five in the country with one one
0: week to go and with it's a crazy I mean, a chance to go win a national championship. Yeah, pretty bananas.
1: Just think about the start of this year, just OU and OSU specifically, and the end. Or yeah, yeah. Right, the right
2: the now. total. I mean, I'm not gonna say like total polar opposites, but like pretty. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah pretty I, close. I, you could say that. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Now you've got OSU heading to the Big 12 Championships. They with Baylor's win over Texas Tech, which was a then, squeaker. Yeah, that, I mean it was almost looking like a little for a little bit there. That no matter what, we were going to have a yeah, which match. was
2: very worrisome. Sitting in a in a house in Stillwater watching the Tech game, it was yeah. like all right, like, was come rude. on, come on, Baylor.
0: Yeah, so Baylor gets it done, OSU gets it done. So they're going to be uh, facing each other in the Big 12 Championship, and then you've got OSU riding this high into the Big 12 championship and just to make, you know, it even worse for the Sooners Sunday morning, you start hearing some, some rumors or something. Pete Thamel tweeted something out about USC going hard uh, after Lincoln. And then by Sunday afternoon, it was basically all but done. Uh, we thought it was LSU to be worried about, but instead uh, Lincoln Riley decided to, to head West and really what was just a when he made that deci-
2: he made that decision in oh, the span yeah. of two hours according to lincoln riley oh, he course. was contacted sunday morning around 11 a.m and you know he
0: knew by noon so. yeah i know you know you can make a life i do respect somebody who mind. can
2: make yes a decision that quick um and that abruptly i i do respect and love that
0: yeah, what a he is uh yeah the way he's handled the, he handled the
1: deal i i think he's full of it i think he's full of it i
2: yeah, he's coming out. He's not looking. Uh,
1: well, there's crystal. also been stuff that from the USC side, and there's been reporters that they have been in contact since September or whatever. Yeah,
2: their stories aren't uh, matching up very well. They they probably should have got. I think Lincoln
0: line. has
1: perfected the art of the white lie. I
0: don't necessarily think what he says is directly. Yeah. He might not have ta- talked. And I'm using air quotes right now. He might not have talked to, to USC, but. His agent sure as hell has been for months, right? Well, it's, it's
2: funny. that Brian Kelly was asked about the USC job like two weeks ago at Notre Dame or a week and yeah. a half ago, and he was like, a lot of the time, blah, 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 smoke screens are used. Like, I I, I I don't want anything to do with the USC job. Well, it turns out Lincoln was doing this. Lincoln's agent or Lincoln was doing the same thing with LSU. And then Brian Kelly's agent was doing the same thing with uh, LSU. Or, yeah. I mean, uh, USC. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, what I'm wondering is why I, I get the allure of USC. It's an amazing job. It's, it's a It's one of the five best jobs in the country. Sleeping giant. Right? I just don't think you leave Oklahoma for US, I mean, I just don't think you leave Oklahoma for another college job. This could be. It is a high. There is a high, high ceiling at USC. So it could. I think it'll work out for for Lincoln. I really, I really do. I think it's a good fit. Um, but that's a risky move right? Yeah,
2: leaving Oklahoma where everything's... I would like to hear... I'm not going to defend Lincoln because his actions are... I mean, as much as I love it as an OSU fan, the actions have been... They were a little slimy, but... They, I've heard rumors and I doubt, I don't know the severity of them. You know, he's wanting, and no use facilities are pretty good, but he's just always asking for more.
0: They're a hell of a lot better than USC, and, and I'm sure they've promised insane.
2: And exactly. And that's something like every coach wants the newest and latest and greatest, and you can't consistently keep upgrading. It's not feasible. So I'm sure there's something Lincoln would be like, you know, I asked for this, and they, they Joe told me I couldn't have it. Like, I'm sure a little bit of that went on, but I, I, the last guy to leave OU for a college job, I don't remember his name. I'm sure you saw him on Twitter. 40s, yeah. But the next OU coach was Bud, Bud Wilkinson. Wilkinson. Yeah, and the last
0: OU coach to leave at all for another job was Chuck Fairbanks for the Patriots in the 70s. Yeah. Switzer was the next. Guy.
2: Okay, so OU is going to be fine. Let me ask you this: You're give. I want you and Clint both your opinions. You're both OU guys. One realistic hire. Or who you think it will be, yeah. who you want it to be, and who you don't want it
0: to be. Let's do that. Okay, so who I think it'll be, and this has – I've gone back and forth on this. I've kind of gone back and forth between Ven- Brent Venables and uh, Matt Rule. Uh, but I th- right now, my gut – and this is literally could change bio, right? my hour. Right, My gut's saying Venables. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think it would be a popular hire amongst OU fans, amongst former OU players, be a nighting hire. I just don't think that the, the guy has spent a long time at OU. He can coach defense, which I think there's going to be, I think that's maybe the way OU's gonna go, is going to go is go that Yeah, I think I'm not
2: saying like, oh, OSU having a good defense like makes OU fans want one, but it's like, it's nice. It's cool to have a good defense yeah, now that
0: I'm saying it. And I know, think people are going to want to do draft, something drastically different than what Lincoln Rodgers Yeah, change do. the
2: culture, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: so I think that, I th- and so I if that's who I'd go I, I guess is him who I want or no who I want Yeah, who do you want? Probably Brent Venables. That'd be your number 1 of
2: realistic options. Okay, and who do you who's, who's your absolute do not want to see yeah. him be the
0: next head coach? Um the names that are being floated out, there's none that I really, but like despise. Uh,
1: what do you think about uh, Lanning, Parker? Like that,
0: that's what I was going to say. So Lanning, uh, the DC at George is another hot name. And I do, I think he'd be a good hire. Seems like a sharp guy. I think though, that if you're going to go the DC route, you go with Venables because of the OU connections, because of, we know what he's going to do on the recruiting trail. And I mean, he... Dabo gets all the credit for the national championships. He changed clubs in football when he got there. That thing that's when they started winning national championships.
2: What if it was Venables, but he brought in like Chad Morris to be the OC? Because you know, they used, to, they used yeah, to work I'm together an anti Chad Morris guy, so really,
0: yeah, I don't like him. Uh, but no, I think if you if you pair him with like a uh a Jeff Lebby, the OC at Ole Miss, because he went to OU, what about
2: Lane Kiffin? Would you,
0: um, I would, I like Lane a lot. And that was my initial. That's who I wanted initially. I even tweeted it out. That's what I'd go for. But the more I've thought about it, one, I don't think he's a Josie guy. Josie is pretty, you know, a very, very – he looks like the a, per, a person and not just their results. And I don't think he checks – he will would check the boxes – and I think he's a flight risk too. He didn't
2: want his coach sleeping around no. a sorority so no,
0: I don't think he would like that, but yeah. also I think he's a flight risk too. You need someone that wants to stay at Oklahoma and Lane is one of those guys that if he feels there's an opportunity, he's a wild card. Yeah. yeah he, he, he might just jump. And that's the last thing that he needs right now. Yeah. Um, But then who's just an unrealistic hire. Yeah. We talked, I brought this up to you earlier and there are like rumors about this being somewhat of a name. And I, Think it's more than likely BS, but it. Why? If hey, that'd be an awesome hire. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's gonna but, happen, but, but yeah, you said unreal. What does he make at Clemson? A lot, probably not. You guys nine. want,
2: I don't, I mean, oh, his pockets are deep, but
0: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think it's completely on, I think it's I very think unrealistic. You guys are unrealistic.
2: One mediocre season
0: from Dabo is gonna cause him to
2: totally jump ship. Also, he, he's the king of the ACC.
0: Yeah, he is. You yeah, know, I, I, uh, Don't think that's the case, but you asked for an unrealistic one.
2: Yeah. Clint, (laughs) what about you? Who's your number one? Who's your dream?
1: I definitely agree with Venables. I think part of it, we were talking about this on the Lincoln Riley episode, but, uh, and kind of how we're comparing Lanning or Venables, if you have the option and you go with Venables because OU ties, because I think right now that's just really important to kind of keep everyone together. And yeah, like I was saying, we talked about this in the other episode, but kind of brings the alumni together. And yeah, I think Venables would probably be my ideal candidate. And yeah, I would love to have a defense first. Like really, you're you're probably not used to that. How has that been this year? It's defense. At first, first. I was
2: kind of like, oh, the offense is so bad. But then it was like, well, it doesn't matter if we don't yeah. give up any points, we can score six and win. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. It's pretty
2: it's it's fun. That you know, obviously when we're I'm still relatively young, but in middle school and in high school, OSU has these high powered offenses scoring all the points, and your defense you just pray to God they get yeah. one fucking stop. Yeah um this is more fun i think just having like tough motherfuckers who go out there and hit
1: yeah and
0: exactly
2: like get tired like that's really fun you know watch. what sounds
0: like a really a lot of fun is t- if you could somehow combine a really good defense and a really good offense yeah no then, that's not a, that's, that's not that's not allowed Unless you're alabama yeah no. They're even that their defense isn't very good this year their bro. defense is bad so they're suspect there that's a hard. no one's really there's been Alabama Clemson, teams to do Clemson, it they, Clemson's done it yeah
1: there's been few teams there that have figured it out it's really hard yeah yeah so yeah Quite. Venables Venables ideal and then realistic so pick. realistically I really do think it will be Venables okay and no unrealistic one really knows yeah
2: no one I don't yeah. think we will know until yeah. it's announced right and Which and there are people saying it was going to be announced today yeah I don't know yeah. I don't think Josie would do that's that. that's
1: one thing is I was thinking about this earlier. Shout out to OU Twitter. It is the funniest, just every little, I mean, you, the Dabo watch being two o'clock people zooming yeah. in on the clock saying, Oh my gosh, it's two o'clock. That's absurd. And it was like 11 AM. It's just, it's been very funny. And Parker said this earlier in the episode, but I hate for this to happen, but it has been very entertaining. And or the guy on the,
2: I think it might've been on sooner scoop. He said Lincoln left because he's a liberal Oh yeah, and, I saw that. Um, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial is what put him over the edge. Lincoln liberal confirmed. Ta- yeah, he couldn't Link. he couldn't take it anymore. Literally. So he, he, yeah, I moved to LA.
1: See that that part of it too. Off even you. just the crazy takes are fun to fun to see. But, but I don't yeah, think that's it's like a,
2: that's like a dead serious take though. Like the person oh, yeah. that posted that needs serious uh, medical it's like
1: a Texas help. van trolling. Or something. Well.
2: If a Texas fan is so – I'm sure it does happen, but so dedicated to trolling OU that they buy a subscription to Sooner <laughs> yeah. Scoop to troll, I, I respect that level of troll.
1: I'm sure there are many of those. Well, I honest.
0: saw it today uh, on Sooner Scoop. Someone posted that they just they just paid for their subscription to the Clemson rival site. <laughs> Crazy people. Yeah. Um, but, Sooner yeah, I mean, the OU hasn't – I mean, and I wish you hasn't either, but OU hasn't gone through a coaching search since 1998, and yours was last one was, what, like, 03? So yeah, they're, they're talking, talking about that on sports. We don't really angle. experience yeah. that around this, yeah, these
2: parts. I mean, a name we haven't brought up, and I guess this we can kind of segue us into Brian Kelly going to uh, LSU. But Luke Fickle, you guys have no interest in that. I don't see him coming this far south.
0: I personally, I I like Luke Fickle a lot. I just don't think the timing's going to work out. I think
2: he's the no, I think he's Notre, Notre Dame's Dame. guy. I, I, don't I don't see or, a
0: scenario where he's not Notre Dame's guy, unless they go with Marcus Freeman in their DC. Which would make sense.
2: It makes sense, but he's also he's never been a head, head coach. Head, yeah. I guess he is very well respected in circles up Notre there. He's kind of cheap too. For who
0: for how big Fickle's
2: an Ohio State guy though, correct? Yeah, yeah but that's but a good, that's that, yeah, and that's, that's mid- not opening up for a long right. time. And even if he wanted to make that jump one day, he could go from say Notre Dame yeah, to yeah. Ohio State. Exactly. But I guess he has I guess he's a good old Catholic lad, has strong Catholic ties in the Midwest, which is what Notre Dame wants. Yeah. They want to recruit the private the Catholic private yeah, schools in that. the Midwest. And fickle can do that. I, I mean, I don't. I guess it's him or the DC, like you said. I don't know who else they would want to take that job. Campbell. Yeah, it kind of seems like a Notre Dame guy. Yeah. He, I think he kind three. of re- he recruits that same profile uh, Notre Dame tries to. The Notre
0: Dame job seems easier to, to, predict. Like there's there's more obvious. It's not going to be answers. some guy from the
2: SEC going to Coach Notre, right. Notre Dame. Yeah, I agree.
0: They're more more. It's like a Big Ten more. guy. A Midwest guy. So, yeah, let's talk about that. So, Brian Kelly leaves Notre Dame for LSU uh, in what's going to be, what, 10-year, $95 million contract with some pretty insane incentives. Uh, You see $500,000 bonus for each bowl every every year he's bowl eligible. I bet he's out of there in four years. I think it's a cash grab. It's a terrible – to me, it looks like a terrible fit. I agree. It seems like a horrible fit. But the other other side of it is Edo – and Miles won national title. <laughs> yeah, that just proves out easy. It is a, ass, Kelly so. seems like a total jackass. Oh, he's a terrible human but being. But he's a, he's a good football coach. Did you read that
2: story from um, the, the grad assistant? Yeah, Robert Sala. And yeah. who was the other yeah. one? Uh, also, an NFL. yeah, all two NFL coaches. He invites them over to the Christmas party for everybody that doesn't know. He's like, hey, come to this party. They think they're getting to go. Turns out they were working like show snuggling and car parking maybe yeah. the whole evening.
0: And for context, this is when they were grad assistants at Central Michigan on, on his on his staff. And those guys are two so NFL head coaches. Yeah, now. yeah, you got two 20, probably 25, 26-year-old dudes <laughs> like out there, like great football coaches yeah.
2: shoveling snow and moving cars. And then there's the whole deal. He made that um the 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 videographer at Notre Dame. He like made him get into the boom. And he, it was so windy. The kid died. Yeah. And the kid literally jokingly tweeted like, "Oh, sixty mile per hour winds today. I'm dead. LOL." And like the kid died. Brian Kelly like said literally like didn't care.
0: Brian Kelly killed a college kid.
2: Brian Kelly's and then you saw the stuff. He calls team meeting at seven a.m. He's out of there by seven twelve. Imagine having to
0: get up to go seven a.m. team meeting to go listen to your coach tell you no
2: questions, nothing. I mean, I'm sure Lincoln's was something similar, but. Dude, he just does not seem like a great
0: guy.
1: But, so why don't you guys think he's – or why do you guys think he's a bad fit?
2: I just don't think he's like a – He's not a southern guy. No, and like going from like him to – like O to him is like mm-hmm. night and day. Like Coach O is the Bayou.
0: And then you're yeah. Like, yeah. Kelly seems like a bit of like an elitist to me too. Yeah, he does. And
2: also he doesn't – he's not used to recruiting the kind of kid – like the athletes he's going to be get, like recruiting in Louisiana. Like that's a totally different ball game. Like Notre Dame recruits a totally different style. Like he's recruiting big physical blocking tight ends at Notre Dame, not these freak kids like Derek Stringley and uh, mm-hmm. like Odell Beckham's of the world. I yeah. wonder
0: though, do you even need? I don't really know if you need to be a good recruiter at LSU because no, it recruits they have su- Yeah, they have such a lock on their on. The now, stadium. if he
2: if he loses Louisiana recruiting to A yeah, and then,
0: then he's screwed. Yeah, I that's I don't I don't see that happening. I happening. don't see
2: that happening either because I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say most kids that grow up in Louisiana. They they grow up playing for the Bengals. They they want to play for LSU.
0: I don't think I don't think Kelly will be a colossal failure, but I don't. As long as Saban's there, I don't see him. I mean, I don't see him winning a national championship.
2: No, and that but In, I mean, which is
0: that's that if you that's the expectation I think when you're hired to coach LSU. That
2: SEC West is brutal. I mean, it always has been, but good God! And then you're gonna add OU and Texas. However, they yeah divide Who, it I, up, who knows how to
0: divide everything? But up. good lord. And so I think one thing to, to keep an eye on with, with Kelly at uh, LSU is if what happens with his coordinator. So Tommy Reese, the former Notre Dame OC, he's done a or quarterback who's now the OC. He's done well there. Wait, that's his offensive yeah. coordinator. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So I know LSU's trying to bring him Notre Dame's trying to hold on to him. And then Marcus Freeman, the defense coordinator, who was the DC at Cincinnati last year, one of the hot or the brightest young minds in sport. They, that's going to be a battle. It, Cause even if he doesn't, get the head job they're gonna whoever the new guy is is gonna try to keep him especially if it's fickle because he was with fickle before yeah
2: and you talk about um well i'd lost my train of thought go ahead sorry
0: but yeah if you just hold on that's gonna be something interesting to watch um but the craziest part there's just so much to talk about sorry the craziest part about this whole deal is the fact that notre dame is now coachless and legitimately, could still make it to the college football playoffs oh, yeah, yeah. down to their way.
2: Yeah. And that, that goes to my point also, too. This is what I remember. I remember what I was going to say. Nobody leaves Notre Dame and Oklahoma jobs in like the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s. That's not a, that's not a thing. Or you don't leave. You don't the, do it
0: until 2021. You, know, you
2: don't leave the University of Notre Dame. You just don't do that. That's a destination job. That's somewhere if you're lucky enough to coach for 10 years, you've had a hell of a career yeah. there. Like, you don't leave Notre Dame. Brian Kelly just packed his shit and left. Like, I think I do – he he said no in an interview today that the window has not closed, and he thinks they could win a national championship Notre Dame. That's got to be the reason why. That's got to be the reason why. So, if that's the case, I do kind of respect the move. Like, change of scenery, maybe I can go get myself one for the first – because he's never won one, correct? Right. He's been it's close. Also,
1: I heard, yeah. I heard in the meeting that his last words to the team were – you guys are a top four program can win the whole thing. Yeah, that's just a funny thing to say on your way they out. Are I, really, won't be I mean, there, they're but, a really
2: good program. Yeah. It's like, well, you guys are so awesome that I'm i am leaving and never speaking to any of you again.
1: But yeah. And the, the playoff committee chairman, uh, what's his name again? Barda. Barda. He kind
2: of made it sound like OSU was only ahead of Notre Dame because Notre Dame lost its coach.
1: Well, yeah. And, and he said that that goes into evaluating the top four teams or the coaches if a coach leaves. So Which is kind of wild because
2: Notre Dame is not going to play Saturday. And yeah, they beat up on Stanford last weekend. So it's not like it was an impressive win, but
0: yeah, I wonder if, if, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought too. Um, oh, but one thing that was interesting to me, I remember what I was going to say, is that their athletic director, Jack Schwarbick, at Notre Dame. Mentioned that he wasn't really surprised. Yeah, he said he kind of knew it was coming. He kind of felt that there was something coming, which is the exact opposite of, of Norman. Although you had heard about Mason linking acting acting weird, but the OU administration I don't think had, had that same inkling that the Notre Dame did.
2: Yeah, I'd agree.
0: All right, so let's uh, move along here into a couple of the games from last week that we haven't touched on yet. So, um, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan finally – uh, Harbaugh finally gets it done, um, beats Ohio State 42-27. Basically just kind of manhandled it. Manhandled yeah, it, Ran all over them. Ran yeah. for 297 yards. Son Haskin had 169 yards in the go-ahead touchdown. Corum had 87 yards on only six carries. And then they held Ohio State to only 64 yards. Michigan was the way – Ohio State has – You know their skill position are are unparalleled, Mm -hmm. but interior lines, front seven defensively, offensive line, Michigan was just way better. They were tougher.
2: Um, What's the defensive end's name? Um, Oh, Aiden Hutchinson. Yes, he's a he's a monster. Yeah, I saw somewhere he's going to be a top ten pick. Could he be Heisman finalist?
1: No, he's now the projected number one overall pick.
2: The projected number one. Yes. Dang, I, I figured see, he moved up a little bit.
1: I'm gonna see whose mock draft that was.
2: But I mean, how yeah. happy did Harbaugh look though after that? I mean, the, the weight. I was happy You saw Jawan how, yeah. Howard come and shake his hand. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I was.
0: I'm not a huge Harbaugh guy. I think he's a bit of a scoob, but I, I was happy for him. For him. I mean, at some point he was gonna get it done, and to do it at home and that atmosphere was awesome. The snow. I mean, definitely. you
2: know he doesn't eat chicken.
0: No, but that doesn't. He's just a weirdo. It's so.
2: a, it's a nervous animal, so he doesn't eat it. It's nervous, nervous <laughs> he's a, he's a See, red meat kind of guy, yeah. Such a Harbaugh chicken. quote. Remember also when he, uh, Har- I think Harbaugh was hilarious because he's he like, he's a meme. Yeah. Like that yeah, night, exactly. the day like National Signing Day, um, or like the first day of recruiting opens, and Harbaugh spent the night at a kicker's house until he committed. A kicker, not yeah. even like an actual skill position guy. A fucking that kicker. should be illegal. No, that's cool. It's a football guy, <laughs> and he drinks a lot of milk, yeah, I know. which is kind of weird, but. But then like, with the milk. Nothing, but 108,000 people sit in that stadium, right? Something like mm-hmm. that, yeah. I swear to God, there was 100,000 on the field. Yeah. After the game. They it might have just started different. letting people run into the stadium yeah, and, then, like, you know, come party. Like, it was incredible. And it was snowing. It was a really cool scene. That's when I knew OSU was going to win, though. When Michigan, when Michigan won. won. Yeah, because we didn't, like...
0: Yeah, Michigan also, always loses, too. This whole when, season led up to rivalry weekend with Ohio State and OU losing. Yeah. It only yeah. could have been from from a... Just overall fun well, – what not fun for me, but overall just like fun experience for college football fans. The only thing that could have made it even better, and we'll go into it in a second, is if Alabama would have lost too. Imagine that.
2: Yeah, that game from what I watched of it was – I mean, it was kind of ending as we were walking into the stadium, so it was I didn't see the ending or a ton of it. I just was like kind of pumped because I saw – Alabama had to go 98 in like With a minute. minute and no timeout. They had like a minute they 24 fucking did to go. It. They
0: did it in a minute 11. That's disgusting. Like, how do yeah. you let that happen? it wasn't Auburn? Clint. I, I, I've watched, I went back and watched some of the game, but I haven't watched the whole deal. Didn't Auburn, uh, cause I was in Stillwater too. So I was, I was, was kind of watching it, but not that closely, not uh, too closely. Um, Auburn could have ended the game and big yes. ran out of bounds. Right.
1: Yeah. He, uh, Yes, he did. It was like a – I can't remember what down it was, but he – I can't remember if they had timeouts either, but it was a huge play. And right when he ran out of bounds, it was like, what are you doing? And then it left however much long, long enough. So they could have run the clock out,
2: clock out otherwise. Wait, right? the tank messed up? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so he down ran here. out of bounds. He was like running all the way across the field, and he had room to just go down, and then he ran out of bounds. And it was – I don't know if it would have ended the game if he went down, but it would have – I mean, it would have been like maybe – Fifteen seconds. Cause. Yeah.
2: yeah, that hurts to hear. Actually, yeah, so
0: then Bama takes over at their own three yard line with a minute and I don't know twenty seven. Insane left. drive. Take it ninety seven yards. It
2: felt like it was like in four plays, five plays. Like it, like Bryce just threw a couple bombs and they were there. And he was not playing well before that drive either.
0: No, his Auburn came in. Auburn defense had a really really good game plan. Um, and
2: do you think they Clint? Do you think they win that game with Bo Nix at quarterback? Assuming everything goes the same.
1: I actually. uh what was the quarterback's name? It's Finley. Yeah, uh, Finley. Finley. He, he played pretty well. I mean, only 137 passing yards, but it, when you were watching the game, it didn't feel like, oh, man. yeah, yeah.
0: But, That's but, a, I mean, And you wouldn't be surprised at all if Bo Nix went through for 130. Yeah, 30s. no, and I mean? yeah, exactly. So there's no way to know for yeah. sure. They, uh, uh, Alabama is just. I don't know what to think. I think,
2: think Georgia's <laughs> going to beat this shit. Does
0: out. aren't you? I do too. They are the, the last month for Alabama has seemed a lot like OU's season. <laughs> They're squeaking by team They squat. They barely They beat uh, LSU by six, they beat Auburn, or Arkansas by six or seven. Now, uh, a bad Auburn team, 24 22 in overtime. I mean, they are skating by. I agree. They Eventually, be, they will get caught. And yeah, I think I, it's Saturday. I will get into it more, but day of reckoning. Yeah, I, I think, I think stuff might be coming for Bama on Saturday um should we just go ahead any do we have any headlines i don't i don't, I don't think. think so those were
1: kind of them yeah we've kind of and if there are none are bigger than brian kelly and lincoln Riley, so it's yeah. worth talking about
2: <laughs> i always get this confused are brian kelly and Chip kelly related uh,
1: They no, kind of look not. like brothers They're not cousins. yeah they do kind they're of look cousins. like <laughs> brothers yeah they're both
2: in the football game
0: by guys I, my dad actually asked me that yesterday I said they're brothers but no they're not oh but uh another uh coaching change that i would just like to mention is washington's hi- hired Fresno State head coach. I kind
2: of like that move. DeBose oh, or whatever. Yeah.
0: He's a, good, he's a good coach. Virginia Tech is, they hired the uh, Penn State defensive coordinator. Uh, let me
2: also, our here. guy, uh, Billy Napier, Florida. Uh, that's a, yeah. Did
0: we, did we, I forgot. There's been so much happening. Did I we, think that's a great, did last job week we Ford. talk about that? No, Florida did a good job with that one, though. No. Yeah. I, I <laughs> love that. Uh, you, uh, a <laughs> football guy yeah. going there. Yeah. He can coach. Yeah. He's just saving tree disciple yeah. yeah
2: which means he'll lose to save him the first time he plays him yeah
0: so virginia tech hired brent pry the penn state dc
2: that seems like a very uninspiring yeah. hire but mm-hmm. what do i know
0: yeah so uh yeah let's move on just into our uh preview for uh conference championships wait should we talk so,
1: college football playoff rankings uh, oh yeah
0: yeah yeah um, yeah let's talk playoff let's talk playoff rankings i'm gonna pull uh, them up. so uh yeah so Number one is Georgia, not surprising there. Uh, Michigan up to two after that win over Ohio State, which I think most had expected. Uh, Bama uh, at three, stays at three, even with that disappointing performance against Auburn. Uh, Cincinnati at four. Pokes move all the way up to five, which is a really, really good spot to be in, um, considering uh, that I don't know if they necessarily control their own destiny, but win and More than likely, they'll be in um, six. Sorry, I'm literally just going this off the top of my head right now. Do you have it pulled up, Clint?
1: Yeah, I have it pulled up. Uh, Six, Notre Dame. Seven, Ohio State. Eight, Ole Miss. Nine, Baylor. Ten, Oregon. Eleven, Michigan State. Twelve, BYU. Thirteen, Iowa. Fourteen, Oklahoma. And fifteen, Pittsburgh.
0: Okay, so let's talk talk scenarios here before we dive in. So, let's start with OSU. Okay, let's just look at it as a whole. So, obviously – Two of the top four are playing each other, so the top four won't stay the same no matter what. Um, Georgia and Bama, if everything goes chalk, this is the scenario that I think is most likely. Everything goes chalk, um, it's going to be pretty easy. It's It would be – if Georgia beats Alabama and all the other favorites win, it's going to be Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State. I think Cincinnati and Oklahoma State could be interchangeable, but that would be the case. Where it gets really interesting is if Georgia can take down Alabama. If that happens and everything else goes chalk, or no, sorry, if Alabama beats Georgia and everything goes chalk, you're going to have a really, really interesting argument on Sunday between Cincinnati and Oklahoma State.
2: I mean, I'm biased, but that would give OSU its third top 15 win of the year, which is more than anybody in the country, I think. Cincinnati's best win now becomes – If we just want to do the transitive property right now, let's say before even Cincinnati even plays Houston, Cincinnati's best win is Notre Dame. Yep. Whose best win is Wisconsin, who's not even ranked. Correct. Like that's, it's not great. Right. But say they beat Houston, Houston, pretty solid football team. Their one loss is to Texas Tech, who OSU shut out. So it's kind of like, I, I think OSU would jump into that fourth spot over Cincinnati, but seeing as though that's where they're slated currently since he is, I don't know if the committee – there'd be a lot of outrage
0: if OSU did that. People would be pretty upset if Cincinnati didn't get in that situation. But I think you're right. I think – I personally think, based off the committee's history, I think that OSU would jump Cincinnati. Um, The only concern is just if the committee looks at Cincinnati as like a two – like they look back and they go, well, they've won, what, 25 – 24 of the last 25 games or whatever, and their only loss was – a. By a field goal to Georgia late last season, I could see the, if they're looking at from that angle, I could see them. But OSU will have a much better resume at the end of the day.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think they would too. But
0: you I, think OSU
1: jumps Cincy to three, or Cincy goes to three? Uh, I think three.
0: I think they might keep Cincy at three. If, I think they the only I could see them only jumping them in the case that they need they had to pick one to get into the playoffs. Yeah, I think they'll probably keep Cincinnati, which is that. dumb to say. You would, either way, you should treat it the same. But
2: I, I I agree with that though.
0: But that would be huge. It's possible that OSU could could jump to three if even if Cincinnati wins. Yeah, um, and that would be huge. Wouldn't Georgia First, is the goal. In,
2: in my opinion, I
0: think it's winning. You're
2: in for OSU. But if I agree, if somehow you don't, if you take care of business, somehow you don't get in, you get to bitch about it forever. Yeah. So
0: you yeah you good. you'll get to that would be brutal because well, you, have you have twenty eleven. Well, you got to bitch about that, and then you'll get to bitch about this one. Yeah, it would suck pretty hard.
1: Let me give you a hypothetical. Oregon they, wins. Oregon beats Utah. Two-loss, Pac-12 winner, and Baylor wins. Well, I guess no. either of Ohio them get in.
2: in. No, I think they'd put Ohio State in. If, Over like, Notre Dame?
0: I, yeah. I think Baylor would have a chance.
2: They've, they've liked Baylor so far. Because
0: so they far. have they'll have, they would have three top 15 wins because they've got BYU, they'd have OU, yeah. and then in that case, they'd have, they'd have OSU. That's a good point. But they, I, I don't think it would take other. They would. They would need help. I don't know what other things would need to happen. But I think it's not impossible for Baylor to. It would take a lot of other losses though.
2: But it would, things would have to get really weird. Saturday.
0: Yeah. So, so who's really alive? So the top four plus o, OSU. Notre Dame is still alive.
2: I don't know if Notre Dame can sit idle and and make it though. That's they, what I wonder. Like play, they, would play play. they would need blowouts.
0: They would need like OSU to get blown out yeah, by Baylor. But then, but then I think Baylor would jump Notre Dame, say if
1: Baylor were to yeah, blow out OSU.
2: Yeah, I don't think Notre Dame's getting in. And- yeah.
1: <laughs> so you think if Baylor blows out OSU, they still don't get in?
0: Yeah, I doubt it. Unless, yeah, I, I, unless say, Michigan lost too. Yeah. They could have a chance. Then Michigan and maybe – they might need, like, Michigan and Cincinnati to both lose. So if it's Georgia, die.
1: Michigan, Cincinnati three, who's the four over Baylor? Is Alabama. It Probably two us oh, Alabama. Yeah. Hmm, yeah.
0: But but uh, would they have the better? I don't know if I don't know about that. I really don't. Since Baylor would have the better resume. Yeah, they would, but it wouldn't matter to yeah. the committee. Yeah. That's true. It is Alabama. Uh any other playoff scenario?
1: I just hope I we think that's pretty it. much it. I mean, yeah.
0: All right, let's uh, go ahead and just jump into our conference championship previews. So, uh, we'll start with the Friday night matchup between uh, Utah and Oregon in Vegas. Uh, I think the Utes are a three-point favorite. Um, I don't have that in front of me, but I think that's the case. Uh, Utah drilled Oregon last time around. That was, what, two or three weeks ago. Uh, Ran all over them. Shut down down the Oregon (laughs) run game completely. Uh, Morgan Scali and uh, Winningham had a great game plan. Um, and I expect that uh, – I expect them to be ready for this one again. I think Utah is a, a much better team. Um, I think if the teams we've seen the last month from both of them are, are there on Friday, I like uh, I like Utah's chances in this one. But uh, I don't know. It's I don't have a I actually, no, I do. I feel very good about Utah in this game.
2: I'm going to pick Utah as well. Just They're, they're the more physical team. Um, I don't think Anthony Brown is capable of, like, winning a game. He's, he's more of a game manager. But, yeah, I think the Utes win a game.
0: Yeah, and that you run game with Tavion Th- or Thomas uh, and uh, Pledger has been really, really good. Um, it's just I don't really have much else. I don't
2: that – that, like that game means nothing. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. You get a, a spot in the uh, now, Rose Bowl. If I mean, you're, if you're the Pac-12, cool. I mean, maybe not Oregon, but, like, I think deep down – some of those schools are like hell yeah like USC like it's a big dog it's good for the conference like it might suck competing against them for recruits but like it'll be nice to
0: have a relevant team consistently is the hope. This is a much bigger deal for Utah <laughs> than for Oregon. Utah's never won the Pac-12, and Utah's never played in the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. So that there's all and considering the, how bad the poor the start was, I Utah's gonna be more fired up for this game than Oregon.
2: Yeah, absolutely. They got they got more to play for.
0: Yeah. I Also, Utah. I think looking ahead to next season, they're going to be a preseason top seven or eight team. I think they're yeah. they're rolling. Um, ACC and Charlotte, Pitt and Wake Forest. Who would have thought before the season that's what the ACC championship would be? Uh, wh- what's the over on this game? It's got to be insane.
2: Know. And I want to pick Wake. Those are my guys. But the defense is so so, so bad. Yeah. Pitt's Pitt. defense actually can like get stops. Yeah. And is pretty solid. Seventy-one and a half. Yeah, I, I like think- the over. Yeah, I like right? the over, but I think Pitt's going to win. I do, too. I like Pitt, but the over.
0: I like the over. Yeah, it's a pretty
2: lot. low total. I, I figured it would be like 75 or something. I was thinking it could I mean, be pushing eight. I, think it it could be, I
0: was thinking it could be like a Bedlam total from like two years ago where it was pushing 80. Yeah, yeah uh, that, it's got a lot of points in that one. Uh, Hartman versus Pickett, probably the two best quarterbacks in the ACC. I mean, there's a lot of – the ACC is pretty loaded with quarterbacks this year. Yeah, they Brian actually, Armstrong. Yeah, a um, lot of sneaky good ones. Yeah. I like Pitt, too. I think they're a, – a, more, much more well-rounded team. I'm surprised Pat Narduzzi's
2: name hasn't come up. He just uh, ain't sexy. Up. He's not no, sexy. He's not. He wins with what he has, and what he has isn't like a bunch of four and five-star recruits. But he's yeah. done a good job at Pitt.
0: I agree. Uh Yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna <laughs> go with Pitt as well on that one. Uh, AAC American Championship. We got Houston and Cincinnati. Uh, this one's in Cincinnati. Uh, it's home field for the uh top the top team in the conference gets to host the AAC Championship. Uh, so, this battle between two future Big 12 teams, uh, two of the better defenses in the country, which is really, really surprising considering Houston and Holgerson. You don't think of Houston, but they've got they're Actually, their defense is six. They're,
2: the, they're the sneakiest, like 11 and one team right now. The
0: and they, their defense is legit. They've, they're sixth in total defense. Cincinnati's eighth in total defense. Uh, Houston's offense, though, has been real inconsistent. Clayton oh, Tune yeah. at times will look good. He light,
2: but, yeah, he can light it up. And then but but then they stinker. can just – I mean, there's times when they yeah. just
0: struggle to move the ball at all. And so I just don't see Houston moving the ball well on Cincinnati. And with that atmosphere, I'm sure it will be pretty electric. Um, I like uh, I like Cincinnati pretty comfortably.
2: See, I like Cincinnati, but I do think Houston can keep it close and cover because Dana's still—he's I mean, coached in big-time football yeah. games. This is his ready, first go. rodeo; he'll have those guys ready to go. But depending on what Carson Tune they get is what is
0: going to be the outcome of the game. I agree.
2: If he's if he's bad, they they could I lose. I just this don't see him being able to
0: throw on uh, on Maud Gardner and Kobe and Barton. No, and yeah, Brian. those are the best athletes. Dude, he's gonna play like that's that. I keep saying this. I've said it so many times, but that is an insane cornerback duo. Yeah, they're pretty legit. I mean, they're both like first team all-American caliber cornerbacks and first round pick type guys. It's pretty impressive. So I just don't see Houston moving the ball well there. But um wouldn't be wouldn't be shocked either if, if the Cougs upset Cincinnati and cause some chaos. All right, Big 10 championship in Indianapolis. Michigan is hosting Iowa. Iowa but really what kind of after that hot start was not looking uh like it was going to be likely for them to, to get into this game. It took uh, them beating Nebraska as well as Minnesota, knocking off Wisconsin last week. So uh, what once looked like an Ohio State-Wisconsin Big Ten championship instead is Michigan-Iowa. Uh, won't be as sexy. Um, won't be too high scoring. There's going to be a lot of running the ball. Uh, won't, won't Probably not too many – too many yards through the air. No,
2: but if I can get turnovers, I know it's been the recipe all year. If they can get the Michigan Wolverines to cough up the ball a couple of times, which you watched last week, you're like, no way, no way. But the thing, I was good at it.
0: I was really good at. it. But Matt Kid McNamara, I think he's only thrown three or four interceptions all year.
2: He's very um,
0: conservative, he yeah. I
2: guess, with with dangerous throws and whatnot. He's pretty safe more time than not.
0: But yeah, so they're gonna. But yes, like the thing is, if you. Iowa has to have short fields. We say that every week. Yeah, they can't move the ball.
2: No, their offenses.
0: But Michigan's not going to be. But this Michigan's not one of those insanely explosive offenses that's going to prevent Iowa. Uh, they're not going to force Iowa out of their comfort zone like Ohio State would have been able to.
2: Um, the the Iowa quarterback had a good
0: tweet about the Big Twelve.
2: Yeah, Iowa quarterback Spencer Petrus. On Michigan's dynamic pass stretch. it's not going to be a Big 12 football game where the quarterback could sit back there for four and a half seconds and just do what he wants. Um, Spencer's numbers this year: he has 1,500 yards, nine touchdowns, six interceptions, and a QBR
0: below 50. And let's see what his stats were in the against the one Big 12 team he played this year, Iowa State. Oh, so, somebody hit. Yeah, hit. Him you, with you that. ready for realize. that? You ready yeah. for this? <laughs> okay, Big 12 defenses. This is what he did against that. Those. Horrible Big 12 defenses. 11 for 21, 106 yards, and a touchdown.
2: And then to add on to that, he uh, against Iowa State, he was sacked four times and completed 52% of his passes. And he that was like his second lowest only to Wisconsin this year. He was pressured 10 times and averaged 2.8 seconds to throw. So that guy didn't know what he's talking about. That kid's got no clue. That makes me just want to pick Michigan in a bloodbath, honestly. Just reading these tweets again, fired me
0: up. I I think that Iowa matches up pretty well against Michigan. Yeah. I was – or Michigan's strength is obviously their run game, and Iowa's pretty stingy against the run, 14th nationally, only give up 106 yards per game. So they're going to make it tough. McNamara's was going to have to make some plays. But if he just does what he's done all season and is a game manager, doesn't yeah. give it to Iowa, Iowa's not going to move the ball on that Michigan defense. No, they are I like Michigan pretty comfortably. I like
2: Michigan, too. I don't know what the line is, but I think – the Wolverines, And by
0: pretty but. comfortably, I mean something like 24-14. to 14.
2: Yeah, which is comfortable. Yeah, it's like a that, blowout in Big Ten football. Exactly, yeah. Being up seven points and making Iowa throw it with yeah. less than two minutes, like, game is
0: over. Yep. Um, all right, last couple here. Big 12, Pokes, <laughs> Baylor, and Arlington uh, – First Big 12 title appearance for the Pokes. What's uh, what's the expectation for you? Well,
2: my expectation is we wear our school colors, unlike Iowa State did last year in the Big 12 title, wearing all black. Yeah. It's atrocious. But um, the first meeting this year, it was so long ago, didn't really think either of these two teams would be in this position. Um, OSU won despite Spencer throwing three interceptions. So if he can take care of the ball – uh, this go around, I don't. I'm not gonna say OSU's gonna kick their ass or blow them out, but OSU's the better team, and I think it will be interesting. This is the first time OSU has been caught off of an emotional victory. Normally, it's been the reverse where they've gotten to play somebody off a big high or a low. Um, if Bohannon isn't 100, percent that's gonna be a big factor. Do we even know he's playing yet? They have. They won't announce. Um, I yeah, think it's, Aranda's
1: questionable. I just checked.
2: Yeah, is keeping that under under wraps, but I watched that backup last week. It was not who, too impressive. It,
1: who played?
0: Was it, Zeno's not there, is he?
2: No, he's not. I can't remember the, this guy's name, but he got, I remember one, he just did not look, some of the throws he was making, they didn't look great. It, it's going to be about stopping Baylor's run game, though. Uh, Abram Smith, um, he's legit. We all know that, but I do like the pokes. I, I don't want to be cocky about it. I never do. We know she's playing, but um, hopefully they're not overlooking anything, but Cause it's potential for a pretty big letdown spot.
0: I pretty much agree with everything you say. I think OSU, you, like I like OSU you to roll to be completely honest with you.
2: I think they're feeling pretty good. I think they're kind of smelling like, I, themselves and, in a
0: good way though. And Baylor has gotten like Baylor peaked Earl at OU and haven't,
2: they've looked pretty meh since that game. their offenses. I mean, they gross. squeaked by Texas. Chatton. Their
0: offense is gross. They, they're, they, they play a similar style as, as OSU. They're just not quite as good at it.
2: I can't I can't remember the kid that played. The backup quarterback was not any good. And he got lit up on one play. He was so – like, we thought he was dead watching the broadcast. It's like, that kid's not getting up. Like They're going to have to get a stretcher over here. And he just popped up. But I, he was not great for Baylor. But if that's the guy they get, I think that does actually, in a weird way, work to Baylor's benefit, though, is – we don't know which quarterback to prepare for.
0: Which? Oh, uh, was it Blake yeah. Yeah, Shapin?
2: Yeah, he was not great. I don't know what his numbers were. but Couldn't have been that good.
0: Yeah, the key is going to be the key for Baylor is going to be just try to get a run game going, which I think you can. I mean, OU showed you can run the ball in OSU, but I don't know if Baylor. Well, but, Bohannon's
2: not half the passer or runner. Sure, that and
0: or, if he's banged up.
2: Yeah, it's his leg, too. It's not like yeah. a finger or something. like yeah. it's his that,
0: that really hurts because that was the key for Baylor. I and mean, so you was Bohannon, even if Abram Smith gets, I mean, OU was just committed to the run. If you take away Bohannon's uh, running ability, he's not He's not going to be able to get it done through the air. And, yeah, if, I, I like OSU to roll.
2: I'll probably be taking OSU spread, but also.
0: What is the spread, like six and a half? Six and a half, yeah.
2: But. If you don't like that, Baylor team total under is probably going to be about 22 and a half, depending on who the quarterback is. OSU's defense last week, bad luck. They gave up the 24, which was still over OU's team total, but um, I'd probably look into Baylor t- under team total.
0: The only thing that concerns me with OSU is, like you said, it's just coming into this one. Way too overconfident. Yeah, yeah. Thinking about the playoffs, not thinking about Baylor. They've just they're beat thinking, OU. Oh, we beat these guys
2: before. We beat OU last week, blah, blah, blah.
0: But they're such a senior-led team that I just don't I see it happen. I don't think that'll happen either. But you never know. Yeah. I I, I might be joining you with OSU spread. I'll knock on wood for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um. All right. So uh, SEC championship, wrap us up here. Bama Georgia game days there really really a lot of hype here uh a lot of playoff implications Alabama with a win is definitely in the playoffs and Georgia would be in the playoffs too so a chance for the SEC to be uh the first conference to get two in is that has it happened i forgot yeah no, uh, i think SEC had God. two teams make it the year the LSU it would have to be, right? LSU and Bama made it the same year, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It would
2: have to be those two if anybody's yeah. done it.
0: Uh, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but um Georgia hasn't looked off. They're the one team that all season long has never I mean what they haven't been touched. So no. they're I Alabama obviously, if there's a team that's gonna give Georgia a run, it's them because Alabama's offense and it's can Saban. be pretty insane. And it's Nick Saban. Um and the, the thing that we've been waiting for all season long is putting Stetson Bennett in a, in a close game.
1: Yeah. So we'll see how he reacts. But. Because last season, was, when he – 2018, you, by the way. Georgia-Alabama national championship. Those two made it.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. Uh, you guys did a good job. of We forgot that. that, that, that yeah. 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 It's yeah. a good job.
1: We've been a uh, lot. We've been through a lot this week. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like <laughs> decades ago. Um,
0: But, yeah. Alabama has a chance to put Stetson Bennett in an uncomfortable spot. Bennett the thing that I like Georgia here a lot but the thing that gives me some pause is that where Alabama can be exposed offensively is with the defensive backs and Bennett I don't know if he's um can can do that but then again I didn't think KJ Jefferson could either and he threw for yeah, 350 yards yeah and, and that's and, the last guy you should be and with exactly so I I just think that <laughs> Georgia's defense is so legit. They're going to slow Bama down, and Georgia's got like, the athletes. Sabin
2: uh, 3-0 against Kirby Smart with an average margin of victory of like nine or so points. So. I know.
0: I, I'm probably going to be so wrong on this, but I just think Georgia's a significantly better football team.
2: Yeah, and you typically I, – I agree I'm with I'm on you. Georgia's spread.
0: What is it? Six. I like that.
2: You don't get rich betting against Alabama, typically. No, but no, I'll, gonna,
0: probably, I'll probably look like a moron. I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna probably side with you on that. I think Georgia's the way better football team, though. They should. the The best team doesn't always win, but it should Saturday.
0: Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen, we haven't seen a complete Alabama since all, the Ole Miss game.
2: Yeah, and that was wow,
0: early October. Yeah. So if we if if, if Bama <sighs> is firing on all c- cylinders, they're gonna have a really really good chance to win this game, but. Weirdly, like you don't say this often if they play the way they have played.
2: They will not. Oh okay. good. Killed. Yeah.
0: So um, I don't know. It should be a lot of fun. There's there's a lot of really, really it's good yeah, weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a great last, weekend of football. Not
2: full weekend, but significantly full weekend.
0: I mean, every game should be every game should be competitive.
2: Yeah. Even the smaller school, yeah, the conference games. Yeah, army navy this week too or is that next week
0: that's next week yeah yeah so still a lot of good football to look forward to uh we will finally have answers next time we talk well i mean we're to the point this is our second pod this week there's so much going on we might start churning more out if, if news keeps hitting i'm guessing
2: we'll know use coach by next week
0: yeah so we might have another podcast between now and then if ou hire someone we'll probably put something short out there um but, yeah, as always, we appreciate everyone listening. I don't know. Do either of you have anything we want to add before we go?
1: No, I'm good. Clint? Another, another good luck to Ruli. We owe yeah, Rooley another seriously. good luck.
0: I
2: hope Thank you, guys. I, I will be rooting for OSU. I'll get a tattoo if they make the playoff, probably on my leg or something, but it'll just say made playoff, and that's it. <laughs> and it t- made playoff 2021. I don't know. You might want
1: to wait, and if you do win, that would look a little stupid. When you just made playoff in the year you won it.
2: <laughs> that's a good point. I don't think we'll win it at all, but if we if we find a way to sneak into the top 4, it, was, it would truly
0: be incredible. Yeah, so that's that's uh, you know, if if Rooley's not if 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 the Pokes don't win, Ruley might go missing. So if he's not on next week. You know the why.
2: funniest thing about all this is before the season I said I don't care anymore because I was like, you know, we're never going to make the playoff. It's not possible. It doesn't matter. And I'm roped right back in. I mean, I still care, but it's like the end goal for me is to win the big 12. Like that's always, that should be OSU's goal. And then whatever happens after that is like cherry on top, which can happen Saturday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So a lot to look forward to appreciate everyone listening as always. Uh, We'll keep churning content out. We appreciate the sport as always. uh, Give us a follow on Twitter at fifth year podcast on Instagram at the fifth year podcast. Uh, And then don't like subscribe rate.
1: Give us a five Uh, star on the Apple podcast app. You're already on your phone. You're about to close the podcast. Go on to a new one. Just go ahead and give us a five star.
0: Yep, I agree. So yeah, let's uh, have a great conference championship weekend. Have a uh, good one.